What up, y'all? It's the hostess with the mostest. You know, seed, smoking weed, talking about Mars and Taurus. You know, I'm going to light up real quick before I start. The usual. Per se. Pair usual. But yeah, I hope y'all doing all right, man. Spiritual Shots, episode five, man. It's been a good 2K21. To talk about Mars and Taurus energy, a good transit. A lot of people have been feeling it, you know, especially since Mars has left Aries, you know. Everybody's feeling that fluctuation from having that fast-paced, quick access to our drive to, you know, right now having to sit and contemplate how to think of a master plan right now. And that's basically the Mars and Taurus energy, so... As you know, on spiritual shots, I'm going to tie it into basketball and astrology and how we can use that to vibe high. All my hoopers who may listen and people who like sports, that's what we do here at Spiritual Shots. So I got my shit lit. Let's go. All right. So to begin, people who don't know, Mars and Taurus, you know, Mars is a planet that deals with aggression. You know, it deals with that fighting spirit, that warrior spirit. You know, Mars is, you know, home in Aries. You know, it deals with that fire sign, that impulsion. You know, Mars is just your drive, where you want to go, your motivation, how you get going. Mars is how you fight. You get mad at somebody. You want to see how you get mad, why you mad, what's your anger like. That's that Mars energy, you know. Some people can get up and go quicker than others. That's dealing with the Mars. You know, some people might feel like they... They move way in pulse, like their anger is off the hinge, is on one, is on their sleeve. And, you know, that would be like a person who has a Mars and a fire sign because Mars can quickly access the fuel that it needs. So somebody who has Mars and a Leo, Mars and an Aries, or Mars and a Sagittarius would be more quicker than usual to, quote-unquote, flame on, you know. So when we talk about Mars and Taurus, we're toning it down now. We're making more practicality and we're bringing it to the earth side of Taurus. So you're bringing all that aggression and that fighting spirit, that warrior spirit, and you bring it into Taurus. And, you know, Taurus, ruled by Venus, you know, traditionally the home of the second house and we deal with the values. So second house is almost, people call it the, it's crazy, the second first house because it's really personal there in that second house. You know, you got your things there, your personal values. And it's ruled by Venus, so it's really probably... I would say, in my opinion, the second house deals with the first things that you fall in love with, such as like your family values, those immediate morals, like maybe your first favorite toy, you know, the things that's really, really close to you before you get out into the third house and learn about how to share with your siblings and how to merge and be mutable. This is the first fixed house of the Zodiac. So this here deals with a heavy possession, heavy, you know, slow, patient, moving Venus energy and you know Venus is like I said the things we keep at heart so with Mars being in Taurus typically this transit I want to say Mars and Taurus might last for like a year and maybe until the end of the year around this time in January I want to say Mars switches but it's going to be here this transit is going to be here for a while I want to say at least the next seven to eight months you know fact check me on that somebody but with Mars being in Taurus right now the number one thing people Right now, you know, you might feel the need to possess a lot right now, or you might feel the need to feel like, man, is my pentacles in order right now? Like, you know, 
coming from 2K20, it was kind of quick to make moves and see things happen. Things were happening. Like, 2K20, everybody could feel like things were just sparking off left and right. Every time you looked around, something was going around. So, I would say with Mars Man and Taurus, the first thing people got to do right now is learn how to find motivation in things that have value. See, last year, 2K20, it was easy to just hop out of bed and do what you wanted to do. Mars was in Taurus. It was in a, I mean, Mars was in Aries. It was in a more fiery sign. It was able to access that. It was able to have a motivation, a get up and go about us. Now, with Mars and Taurus being early degrees, seven degrees, we're just now kicking off this transit. So we're not even into the double degrees of Mars and Taurus yet. So as we get deeper into the degrees of Taurus, you're going to really see this Mars energy pick up. But at the same time, the people who are going to really feel it pick up is the people who are putting in the work to see the finish line. Taurus is a sign that wants to build up all the way past the 6th house to the 10th house if you want to correlate your earth sign. So you go 2, 6, and then 10 by the 4, you get the trines. So if you really want to try with this transit, this Mars and trans- transit here, Mars and Taurus transit here, my bad. You really want to set yourself up for the future. You don't want to use this Mars and Taurus transit to keep banging your head against the wall and keep trying to run faster than what's in the sign. Like, you have to focus on building something that's steady. You have to focus on building a foundation here. And you really have to find something with the value here. With the Venus energy, is going to force you to look at everything you motivated to do and be like, man, is this even correlated to what I love and what I care about? Like, is the money worth it for me for those who are money hungry and might be, you know, financially going through it? This transit chasing the money might not feel what it did last year because the motivation would be more towards Venusian energy. So you might see people this year have a whole change of direction because they might feel like, man... My career is going slow. Things are slowing up. It feels like things are slowing up. So maybe I should switch my direction and spend a lot of my time focusing on, you know, my Venus energy. A lot of people don't focus on this energy, but this transit will make you focus on it. And the thing about it, too, you know, don't be mad if that person you want doesn't want you. Don't be mad if that job you want isn't coming as fast as you want. Don't be mad if me, I'm a basketball player. That team you want to be on, you know, is not playing right now because of COVID. This shit's taking a long time to get through the process. We have to sit and wait through it. Or, you know, say you're waiting on a check right now from the government or the stimulus, you know, they're taking a little longer to come because of this, this, this transit. It's focused on you to... Look at what you got and, uh, you know, find that find that value in it. And also, this is a building sign. As we come into the Mars and Taurus energy, this is not really mostly about just fighting and going for what you want. This focus on you to build something practical. So everybody right now, it's not that Mars and Aries, that high-spirited energy, like your spirit and your passion could come into fruition as above, so below. You can ride that fire wave. You can ride that fire wave and make something happen out of thin air. This Mars and Taurus transit would definitely make you focus on pinnacle building. Pinnacle, pinnacle building. And, you know, it's kind of like the card I pulled earlier today, the Seven of Pentacles card. This, this, this transit is making you sit and focus on what you have and you know how can I balance this the best way or you know how can I make the best investment of what I got you know definitely definitely this is focused intensity we talk about Mars and Taurus focus intensity 
you know, and um, with the anger here, you know, I have Mars and Taurus natally, so I know all about this energy. It takes time to build, you know, this is not a fast-paced moving thing, so especially it's like the first month, a.k.a. of 2021, you know, hearing spiritual shots, we know it's still 2020, that energy seeping in through Aquarius season, but they got so much fixed energy in the air it probably won't be good to understand this Mars and Taurus energy until we can get the reset in Aries because during that time, it'll be close enough to almost make a sextile to this transit with the sun and we can probably see what we need to do to go forward. But right now, with the sun still in Aquarius and Mars and Taurus, that's a square energy. So a lot of people may be feeling, you know, frustrated, trying to use their motivation and their their natural willpower. It's just not clicking right now so i'm gonna talk about the squares later but you know in a nutshell i just want to say that you know the mars and taurus it definitely takes time and you know you definitely don't want to hold on to anger if things don't go your way like these fixed placements you know i want to say let it go a lot of people you know a lot of domestic violence has been kicking up this year and it's only going to get rampant in my mind with mars and taurus people fighting for what they love people fighting for what they love money a place, a person, a relationship, a game, kids fighting for fucking, you know, freedom or whatever. Just whatever's on your mind. People are fighting for what they love right now. You might see a lot of relationships break up right now, too, because with the Mars and Taurus is now bringing that aggression energy to the realm of Venus. It's the dark side of Venus, but it's still Venus. So, you know, you might be looking like, damn, this motherfucker been possessing me for a long time. I need to break away. Some people might feel that underlying rebellion spirit with Mars being in Taurus. Like, I need to fight for what I really love. And, you know, what I might not love might not be this person. Or, you know, maybe this person took me from something. Or, you know, whatever the case may be, you might feel people just wake up one day and just have this burning desire to just, you know, have this this grudge you know you hold on to it this is that hard pinnacle taurus energy and you got to realize it's not like that mars and aries energy transit we just came from we you know we could look at the the depths of the murders of a lot of rappers it feel like they were happening impulsively rapid quickly king von mo3 it was like boom 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 that's kind of like a mars and taurus thing if you ask somebody like me now this year i feel like it's going to be a lot of premeditated things going on or people going to have more drawn out stories to why somebody got killed or why this might have happened to a person because Mars and Taurus it could be like man you about to have beef with somebody all this time and that shit came to a head this year so you really want to watch for that slow build up energy with the Mars and Taurus you know you know you don't want to hold on to grudges but you also don't want to rush yourself so here you want to definitely learn how to um the opposite side of Taurus you definitely want to learn how to control the shadow side of things here because if you get out of control with Taurus you will see the obsessive compulsiveness of the shadow side Scorpio come out and when that's unbalanced it's hard to balance how to keep things in a healthy perspective with both signs being fixed signs so with the Mars and Taurus energy you also want to balance how not to hold on to things but also not how to become lazy because it's such a slow moving transit it's like nothing's going on so 
You want to take pride in your day-to-day. If you're an earth sign, you understand what I'm saying. You have any earth placements in your big three, you understand what I'm saying. You want to take pride in your day-to-day, you know. So, you know, for basketball practices and basketball purposes, you know, you want to use the Mars and Taurus greatly this year. This will be a great time to set up a foundation to get your game right. This would be a great time to put in the work every day and outwork your competition and use the Mars and Taurus, how, you know, people might not be thinking stuff is changing this year. This year, yeah, you put in that work, please trust me, focus on the big goal. It will pay off. It will pay off. You will have your money right. You will have, in my opinion, you will have everything that Venus can offer if you plan to this right. If you, you know, you take your time and you chase down your Venus energy, you can have what you want. And, you know, here on Spiritual Shots, I'm going to tell you about some ballers who did it. There's a couple ballers who did it, y'all. couple ballers who did it, y'all. I'm going to let y'all know. You know, Spiritual Shots. Got celebrities I know about with this transit. I found one basketball player with this transit. And it's funny, this one basketball player with this transit who I did find. I did this person before. And it's funny, stars don't lie. I really believe if you have certain placements, your birth chart would be set up to have placements right close by to it. So, saying, you as Aries' son, you might not have a lot of Libra placements, you know. You might have one side and your opposite placements, but that's just going off the rip verbatim, talking astrology. But for basketball purposes, man... When I tell you about Mars and Taurus, you think about that slow-moving energy, right? You're thinking about that slow to anger, you know, that balance of Venus energy going for what you love and what you want to do and tackling over time. So without further ado, all my ballers and people who love to hear about celebrities and astrology, the person I found, the basketball player I found that has this placement is no other than Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. So, you know, let's just take a time and think about that. Even when you think about Mars and Taurus, you just think about Shaq now in my mind. It feels like him. Now, all throughout the league this year, what we've been seeing... We've been seeing Shaq slowly pick off basketball players. He's been talking his shit slowly, but aggressively. Shaq has been calling out Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Tyler Hero, James Harden, everybody. If you've been watching the NBA this year, and it's funny. I feel like, damn, Shaq active this year with calling people out, and he's not doing it in a way. If you notice it, he's not doing it in a Charles Barkley type of way. We can go through Charles Barkley chart he probably has a mars and an air sign i know this because i just know astrology and you can just pay attention to the vibes so you know when you see shaq talk about these people it's very thought out calculated he takes his time and critiques these people and the reason why i feel like he does it like that it's a mars and taurus type of thing he doesn't want to give these guys the energy that he's gassing them too much, but he does want to give them that type of Taurus, Venus, aggressive care. You could feel it. He's like, I feel like you could be a better player in the league. You need to push yourself. Or I feel like if you put in more work, you could push yourself. Shaq always talks about the fundamentals of the game. He talks about breaking it down. 
It's very Mars and Taurus. So, you know, go to the fundamentals, you know, the process, the slow moving. You got to realize very, very slow moving, very slow moving. And when you talk about Shaq, what does he always beat Charles Barkley in? His rings. He goes to the practical trump card every time in his fights. He's like, well, I just practically have achieved more than you, Charles Barkley. That is very Mars and Taurus. He is like... I don't have to really get too mad and charge at him when I could just trump him with, you know, aggressive pinnacle energy. And, you know, let's take it out like this. Even his work ethic, even in things we know about Shaq, even in the way he played basketball, it never seemed that he was in a rush to accomplish anything as opposed to the late, great Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. It was an anniversary. You know, as opposed to somebody like Kobe, yeah, Shaq was very, very laid back, chill, very, very persistent, though. Like, you can see how it was times when Kobe's would have a lot of eradicality to his game and his personality and just whatever it was that made him out of the charts. You know, one thing about Shaq and people like, oh, Shaq was in a game, Shaq made shoes, Shaq did this and that, this and that, this and that. That's a prime example of the Mars and Taurus energy backed by the Venusian. Like, everything this man loves is like he's going to do it. Shaq wants to be a police officer. It's not like he did it in two days. You look at the news five years from now, and like, wow, that motherfucker really is a cop. Like, how the fuck? You know, you go back in musical history, you look at Shaq, and you be like, wow, this nigga really made a a, a top billboard, billboard song with Biggie Smalls. Like, seriously. Not none of this Dame Lillard shit. Like, no offense to Dame Lillard, but Shaq really took the time, crafted a rap with Biggie, and presented it to him. Like, I'm talking about back in the 90s, not the new Shaq y'all thinking about. I'm talking about the Shaq who was in Kazam and dropping raps. Like, that Shaq was methodically taking out a lot of things in big market America. And I just want to say that for, say, we can look at Shaq nowadays. I mean, he has an Icy Hot commercial. He has a Papa John's commercial. So if you slowly, 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 slowly pay attention to the Mars and Taurus energy, it's like at the end of the day, at the end of the finish line, you're like, God damn, where did you come from and how did you get all these Venusian accolades? So, you know, that's just one way to look at the Mars and Taurus. It is a slow and steady finish to the race as if some people have that energy and fizzle the fuck out like literally but that mars and taurus can sit there break it down you know see the details see the love that it takes to grow something like i say this is the growing energy and you got your motivation your mars there this is good but you have to learn the patience and you have to learn how to let some things go it is a definite tug of war here as i do have this place with myself i can tell you guys this is definitely a tug of war here so i'll other people you want to know who have this Mars and Taurus placement on spiritual shots. We know we don't discriminate. I just want to throw some names out there. We got, you know, Kanye West. And he could follow the same blueprint. These people will somehow have a lot done in the Venusian field. And they are very motivated to going behind what they love. And as we know, 
Kanye in this so-called people was like, why is he into fashion and this and that? I mean, I'm telling you, Mars and Taurus will wake up one day. It's like, I got to go after what I love, something no more if I accomplish something there. So you can look at Kanye West with the the fashion venture and it takes a while for Kanye to blow up, I feel, more than most people. And when he does blow up, it's one of these grand things as people know you know when mars and taurus does explode it's fixed it can't stop and it's pulling from the scorpionic polarity so you can look at the fucking taylor swift outburst and it was like what the fuck and he was just like yep i've been that mad for that long and that's what happens it kind of comes out in a nutshell you know, another person we could look at, we could look at a great in time, a very, very great in time. We could look at Mr. Muhammad Ali himself. The great boxer had Mars and Taurus. Now, for his Mars and Taurus, I could put it in a political realm to say he took his time and slowly fought for when he said he wasn't going to the Vietnam War, if I'm not mistaken. Very Mars and Taurusy, a very practical thing to fight for, and something he felt he loved and cared about. And when you think about Muhammad Ali, it was like, how was he able to do this civil rights thing in that time and not literally be fucking shot or not be like hated? And it's like, when you have that Mars and Taurus and you're bringing that aggression with the Venus, you are slowly building pace. So you can see it from you know, Cassius Clay to the name change Muhammad Ali. You're slowly building pace and he was fighting for his um religion actually as a um, Muslim. Muslim. He says Muslim a lot and I, I want to point that out because he was very adamant in saying it that way. So you have to realize the tones of these Mars energies because even as a boxer he didn't come off as like a very, very, very overly fiery, aggressive boxer. It was like the rope of dope. Think about the rope of dope. That is a Mars and Taurus type of thing. You could sit there, you take the pain, you take the hit, take the pain, take the hit. They're like, what is Holly doing? He's not throwing any punches. Mars and Taurus. When he's ready to bust your ass, it's about to he about to bust your ass. Then what? It was like, how many rounds did Ali take those punches on the ropes? Punches on the rope. It was like, what is Ali doing? Like, ninth round, boom, 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 knocked him out. And it was like, that's endurance. Mars and Taurus, he set that up, set that up, set that up. So, you know, I know you guys can feel this vibe now. It's a very slow building pace of combustion energy. Like, it's the Mars and Taurus, you know, I'm wondering integrated because a lot of people don't know about this energy you don't they don't know you know these people will really take their time and walk you down like a bull in a pasture to us no more grass for you to move and then attack and that's messed up but you know it takes a lot of fixed energy to do that and if you're a fixed sign aquarius leo you know scorpio taurus you understand what it means to be focused here so a key component here is to stay focused, be focused, and trust the process, but don't rush the process, you know, because Mars and Taurus would be good for everybody, you know, feel like, you know, Muhammad Ali, Kanye West, Shaq, and another person, Alex Rodriguez, you know, baseball guy, a lot of accolades towards the end of it, you know.
A-Rod definitely build a longevity career, but, you know, that's enough on those guys because I think we feel the energy of the Mars and Taurus. So, you know, now I'm going to jump into some aspects right now. Mars and Taurus in in January for 2021. It's Aquarius season. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of aspects we got going on to let you really feel how you can feel Mars and Taurus today as you listen to this. So right now we got the sun square Mars and, you know, the sun is in Aquarius. So that's just another fixed square. And we got a lot of fixed T squares. If you just look at the birth charts or you look at the charts on any of your apps right now, you could just see it's a lot of fixed squares, you know, a lot of fixed signs. I mean, we got a lot of Taurus placements, Leo, Aquarius placements. Nothing in Scorpio right now. So... With the sun square Mars, that's why I say sun in Aquarius, Mars and Taurus, you know, 90 degrees square. It's a frustration. So it's just easily being patient. You know, Aquarius, sun, you might want to kind of go out and be a little sociable. But, and it's wintertime and Mars is down there and Taurus thinking about slow moving and pacing and kind of want to chill. It's just not good. It's just not a good. You just frustrate. It's like you're trying to seek something that you're not trying to seek. You know, like, and also with the uh, sun and Aquarius, everybody try not to alienate people and ghost people. It's easy to do in Aquarius season because we're looking at groups right now. And with the sun looking at groups and people and how we relate and social status and, you know, humanitarian, what we could do for the collective and just how we looking at people in the future, basically, right now, you know. Don't get mad because Mars is in a practical spot. It's like Mars is nowhere in fire to help support that air and give it oxygen. It's like, you know, it's bringing that shit down. So don't get too mad with, the you know, that frustration right now, especially when the sun gets out of Aquarius season. It's just tough fixed placements right now. So we got to deal with it. And then also, as I make this podcast, it's a full moon in Leo. I'm a Leo sunshine, sun sign, so, you know, shout out to the Leos out there. Feeling good, feeling refreshed myself. That's why I'm making this. Got my energy back, so shit don't lie, y'all. Trust me, don't lie. I'm feeling good to talk again. So um, the full moon square Mars today, and the full moon is in Leo. That's a fixed sign. Then we got Mars and Taurus, another fixed sign. So right now, you know what that Leo wants to be on the stage right now, and, like, the Mars sitting there still practical, you know, don't be self-centered, you know, don't be aggressive about my way or the highway because, you know, it's practical, but it's like, fuck that, this is what I need, it's my stuff, you don't get into that energy, like, don't let the Mars and your emotions, see, Mars and emotions gotta be good, that's like the moon and Mars just fighting for no reason, so you like emotionally aggressive, like, don't be emotionally aggressive today, I've experienced it from some people, it's just like, uh, you don't serve me, and you don't make no sense, block, like, that's what probably happened today with a lot of people, or a lot of people gonna probably go their own fucking way today, trust me, like, I'm a Leo, that Taurus energy, that shit's gonna make you go somewhere, like, so, if you can, you know, use the opposite of the Leo spectrum, which is Aquarius, if you can see how it relates to people right now, so, definitely, that's a crazy one, because it's a full moon, too, so, shit might be looking like it's fed the fuck up today or you know you looking at you see what everybody is fully worth today like fully shitty or fully on my stage and we could start a new production so you know it might be good to cancel some people out because mars and taurus 
do deal with practicality and they not showing you no love, you probably like, well, I don't see no love from y'all. Like, so, you know, that's a tough one to deal with. Everybody, y'all, y'all, we'll figure that one out. Figure that one out. But, um, all right, next, I got two more, two more places to Mars right now, two more squares. The next one is Mars square Jupiter. So when Mars square Jupiter, you know, Jupiter, just went into Aquarius. It just got into a fixed sign. Jupiter was in Capricorn, so everybody was expanding through their businesses. Now, right now, as it gets deeper into Aquarius, you know, Jupiter, we're going to start to see how we can expand as a collective technology, the future. How can we, you know, you see people with the new apps, the stereo apps, you know, I'm on Anchor, people starting to talk more. It's going to get more off, I'm trying to sell you. Now I'm trying to expand with my, my, my swords, you know, so... With that, you know, you can accomplish a lot here, but don't go overboard here. Like, this is having too much Jupiter. This is like, ah, oh, let's go. Like, but you got to chill. Like, overboard can always happen with Mars and Jupiter. Like, Jupiter is a, such a great planet. It's kind of hard for any of these inner planets to bring it down. So they have to work with Jupiter. But Jupiter also has to work with the the smaller planets, if you know what I'm saying. It's like if you when I think about Jupiter doing anything with any of the planets, I always think of Jupiter as like a big cousin. And the smaller planets are like the little cousins or like your little brothers and you have to work with them. You can't like you know what I'm saying, y'all? Like you can't run over them and you can't not listen to them. You just have to work together. So it's like Mars hyping up Jupiter. It's like if my nephew, for example, if my nephew and me was doing something crazy, I'd have to not let him hype me up so much because he's the little Mars and I'm the Jupiter. So you got to kind of calm down here. It's like, you know, right or wrong might be inflated here, you know, because you might feel extra confident. But with the Mars square Jupiter, just learn how to balance them because you might bite off more than you can chew. And that can happen with Jupiter in itself. But with Mars there, it's like you got your motivation and your drive there. And it's like, you know what? You know what? You know what? And then you might be, wait, hold up. I was really overly confident a couple of days ago. So that can happen. So watch for that. Really, really use the Mars energy in Taurus to tone it down because the Jupiter and Aqua will try to shoot for Pisces, you know, so just watch for that. And the last square I'm going to talk about to Mars and Taurus today is Mars square Saturn, aka Satan. Oh, yeah, and Jupiter, you know, a lot of people call that the Jesus energy. So, like I say, go back to Mars square Jupiter, you might feel you can walk on damn water. Like, you shit, I'm, if you got certain placements, yeah, but watch yourself because Mars also squares Saturn, a.k.a. Satan. So Mars has a lot to play with right now. You know, it can also have an effect that Satan can have a, what is Saturn, saying Satan now. Think about Christianity. Hey, it's 420, like my, hold on, it's 420, y'all. Let me write up. It's 420, hold on, we don't do that on spiritual shots, One time for Kobe right here. R.I.P. Kobe, man. I'm a Mars and Taurus person. Y'all do it for the love. Trust me. There's one thing I'm trying to tell you about Mars and Taurus. We do it for the love. Like, real talk. <laughs> we do it for the Venus. <laughs> man. 
And you gotta learn your birth charts and your placements, people. You do it for the love. All right. It's 420. I live one up for Kobe. We're gonna keep thugging. All right. So with Mars square, Saturn, it could just make you very harsh right now. I feel like I was using the little cousin analogy. Saturn is also one of those big planets, you know, Saturn in the um fucking rings, you know. That's a big planet. So Saturn can make your Mars a little harsh. It can make your motivation, man. Fuck talking to them niggas. You dig? That's how you feel with Saturn and Aquarius. Like I say, it's it's easy to ghost people already right now with the sun there. You can just see how it's not beneficial and you got Saturn there. I have Saturn and Aquarius natally, y'all. It can make you very harsh around people. It can make you use your sores in a way. Saturn is already harshly aspected and exalted in Aquarius. So if you bring the Mars and Taurus there, you just bring in a lot of practical hard bullshit to that and you can use it to be restricted or you might feel like my career not going right right now. Nothing is going right and you speaking it using your sores, speaking about your practical second house. So you know, be careful of that energy right now. It's just energies because when they in the space of each other, that's what's playing out. So you've got motivation next to restriction. So that's like, like I'm saying, that's like if you were, it's like if you got a little brother and you don't want him to hang out with that cousin. And little brother like, why I can't hang out with him? Man, you don't want to hang out with him. He gonna, he gonna make you feel harsh. He gonna talk to you rude. Like, he gonna make you hate your marriage. Like, there's a lot of shit going on right now with that Saturn. You know, partnerships might feel restricted. Like, your 11th house might just feel cut the fuck off if you're not careful. You know, you might feel like my career not coming in. You know, I'm not at the social status I want. All type of things. And when Mars there, you fighting. You want to fight for it. You're like, man, I'm going to fight to get to the top. I'm going to fight to be famous. I'm going to fight to do this. And, you know, you get hit on the head like, ah, not right now. You got to put in more work. Mars and Taurus is always about putting in more work. Fighting to the finish. Mars and Taurus is all about the finish. Remember, it's an earth sign. You got to get back to that 10th house. So, with Mars squaring Saturn, the key thing I would say here is don't get down if you feel restrictions right now. Because it's a fixed restriction. So, fixed restrictions, just, it's just fixed. There's no way to kind of find a cardinal way to start it. There's kind of no way to mutable high or mutable low. You just know it's fixed. It's just there. So, that's the thing about fixed signs. That's why they get stuck into a lot. It's hard. It's, it's, the, it's the tunnel vision is a thing. Like, it is very hard to see left and right sometimes, up and down. You just in there. And that's why some people can tell you, for example, I'm a Leo. I tell people a lot, I don't know how I know. I just know. End quote. And real talk, I end the quote. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it because I can't tell you no other way out my box you feel me so with saturn squaring the Taurus, there don't get caught into a fixed box people i live with these placements and i'm here to tell you on spiritual shots don't don't get caught no fixed boxes you know use the more of the mars and jupiter energy and try to at least overextend yourself but with mars and taurus i want to end it like this my people this is a good transit this is a long transit don't be lazy, you know. 
2020 already taught us that with all the um, Capricorn placements. You know, everybody was focused more on working for that 10th house, you know. So with this more focused with the second house, and I ain't even talk about Uranus and Taurus, you guys. I might make another podcast about Uranus and Taurus and break that all the way down. But with the Mars and Taurus, you know, be patient. Don't be lazy. I have this, you know, you have to work probably harder than what you're used to because Mars and Taurus is definitely, definitely slow. And as we know, all my astrologers and all my, you know, spiritual people, even basketball players, it's like a game. There's four quarters. Astrology, there's 30 degrees. We're very early into this transit. So let's just, let's just you know, like I told you, I pulled the card earlier, seven of pentacles. Let's just look at what we got. You know, use it wisely and move forward. You know, and definitely do it for the love. You know, Taurus is ruled by Venus. Don't forget that. So, you know, add some love to your passions right now. You know, take your time. Move diligently. Set up a plan. You know, love the game. Whatever game it is. For me, it's basketball. And I want to end up saying this in a basketball reason. This is spiritual shots. You know, pay attention to the league. All these players getting frustrated. They looking at it. James Harden looking at it. <laughs> He's a Virgo. Mars and Taurus. Fuck the Rockets. I can't do it. He put in his time. He was there for like eight years. People don't realize how long basketball is, man. You've been in the city for that long. You're not seeing change. The closest you got was with Chris Paul. Chris Paul has a Capricorn stellium, Capricorn placements, I want to say. It's about as practical as it's going to get. And you wivels with that practical-ass Chris Paul person. He's looking at all these people with high expectations, fire signs probably, these emotional expectations, water signs. He's like, man, fuck that. I can't do it. Like, I know what it is. Mars and Taurus will wake you up to that shit. All these NBA players, Bradley Bill, looking at the Washington Wizards, man. Look, I'm averaging 39 points. I might need to get out of Washington. So, Mars and Taurus, everybody got to take stock in what's in front of them and look and see. You know, take your time. Build a plan. You know, you see Harden got up out of Houston. You know, you saw all these other players... You know, right now as the season going on, I'm a Pelicans fan. Lonzo Ball is about to be capped, you guys. Lonzo Ball is about to G.O. And I mark my words, you know, it was already talked about on TV today, man. Lonzo Ball might be traded. Man, this is Mars and Torres. You will definitely get traded in some old Venus Pinnacle shit. Like, if we've been taking stock, number one thing, spiritual shots, basketball players, if you take stock of your game over the past couple of years, your shit going to probably come to some type of fruition this season with Mars and Taurus and I'm talking about a person like Shaq. Shaq put a lot in his game. He is a fucking Hall of Fame player. So this is what I'm saying. Make sure you guys are not lazy and putting in work because it will pay off. Like trust me, the universe is saying that. Like this is no more Mars and Aries with that quick, 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 you know, intuition, get lucky impulsively or impulsively motivate yourself to get to the top man you want to continue past this long when you have to or you might be looking at the end of this transit like did i fucking go off into some deep shadow realm the opposite of Taurus, which you can get lost on here so the spiritual warfare is real spiritual shots is definitely real spiritual powers is definitely real you know learn your placements learn who you are vibe high
you know. So I'm going to leave you guys with that, man. Don't be lazy. Use this transit the right way, you know. Taurus, you guys. And if you like this podcast, just like it, share it, or do whatever. I mean, I can't complain too much. It's fun talking to you guys, whoever listens. You know, it's fun making these. So, you know, just vibe high. Enjoy the full moon in Leo. I'm out.